one of the many, many things happening in the world right now is the rise of Andrew Cuomo. So for those of you who don't know, Andrew Cuomo is the governor of the state of New York in America, and New York has obviously been the hardest hit area in the US by quite some distance when it comes to coronavirus. So I think let's take a quick look at why a lot of people are fawning over him, really. So basically, he's also been doing daily press conferences. So Donald Trump is doing daily press conferences, and he is as well. And it's quite a big contrast between them. So I think Trump is basically using these press conferences as campaign rallies because, you know, he can't campaign normally. And I think a lot of the strength and energy behind his original campaign was these you know, huge rallies and, you know, get people fired up. So now he's trying to control the narrative and get his messaging out there through these press conferences. But Andrew Cuomo is also having these. And um, he is quite calm, collected. You know, he seems to be very reasonable in his response. And this has led to a lot of people becoming obsessed with him. And I think, you know, this really grew in the last few days after Randy Rainbow, who's a fantastic comedian, I think, really, really funny person, um, made a video referring to himself as a hashtag Cuomosexual. Now, I mean, when I saw that, I laughed, but I think it's something we need to take a serious look at and examine this dude's record and understand why perhaps he isn't so crush-worthy. So, interestingly enough, you know, quite a big expose into his record as governor, was written by Teen Vogue. So while we have, you know, all the mainstream media fawning over him, interestingly, Andrew Cuomo's brother is Chris Cuomo, who is a host on CNN. So I think that shows you, you know, they're quite a connected family. And Teen Vogue wrote a really, really good piece, which basically detailed, you know, that he's actually full of shit, to be honest. So I think... Recently, we must also take a look before we head back into, you know, his full record as governor. This dude wasn't taking it seriously. Both him and New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, they were, you know, laughing this thing off. You know, maybe not laughing, but they really weren't taking it seriously. Bill de Blasio, Bill de Blasio was encouraging people to go on the subway. You know, I mean, come on. They really, like, screwed this up. And I think he's getting a lot of credit now for his response. But, I mean... You know, he really didn't do very well to prepare at all for this. So let's go into his record as governor. So although, you know, he's done a lot of socially progressive things, gay marriage, you know, stuff like that. He also, according to Teen Vogue, has provided inadequate funding for public housing, gone to war with labor unions and vetoed protections for low wage workers. Basically, he's a classic corporatist, centrist, Democrat, you know, he gets money from the big donors and yeah, he's one of he's one of the club. He's part of the club. His dad was the governor in New York. His brother is a host on CNN. I mean, you know, they're one of these political families in America. They, you know, they're all actually quite corrupt. They're all part of the same club and they don't really fight for working people. I mean, Cuomo worked for Bill Clinton when he was president in the 90s, you know, and Bill Clinton was also... Not a great president. I think, you know, when it comes to policies, he was very much pro, you know, corporatist and 
I think Cuomo has tried to brand himself as a progressive. You know, he's been talking, he's been trying to talk the talk. He's not really walking the walk, to be honest. I think a lot of people are forgetting his record. They're looking past it, maybe. And they're looking for someone for guidance in this time. And I think to quite an extent, quite a large extent, we all sort of are. And a lot of people are saying that Trump's press conferences shouldn't be broadcasted and we should just listen to Cuomo. You know, I think let's remind ourselves Trump is actually the president. He might be a very shit president, but he is actually the president. So I would still listen to what he has to say. You know, he's lied his way through it. He actually has like a lot of blood on his hands, Donald Trump. But let's not pretend that Cuomo's response was good, was timeless. It was, you know, one of the worst in the world. Obviously, it's not unique to New York that there's been a very poor and slow, delayed response. But, you know, he really hasn't led the way there. So Andrew Cuomo, you know, is being talked now as a presidential candidate to replace Joe Biden. I mean, look, he's an infinitely stronger candidate than Biden. Biden can't speak, you know. And if you're a Democrat and you listen to Biden, you know, I think a lot of the people who voted for him probably haven't heard him speak because if you have... You know, you quite clearly see that this man is losing his marbles. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, go much, go too much into it. You know, it could very well be a mental disorder that he has, you know, but he's, it's very obvious he's in serious cognitive decline. And here we have Andrew Cuomo, who, you know, is all very serious, business-like. And I think he's opened himself up a bit as all these press conferences to people. So people are looking to him as sort of a father figure slash crush. And I mean, a lot of these people are probably Karens. And I think it's perfectly acceptable to refer to these people as Karens. But yeah, let's not get too distracted by the coronavirus. I mean, that's obviously quite hard to do. But let's, before we fall head over heels for this man and, you know, start saying he should be president, let's, you know, take a look at his record, at his response, you know, very poor response to the coronavirus, ultimately. So, Andrew Cuomo, please don't become Cuomo-sexuals, guys. I think, you know, it's quite a bad look, to be honest. And we can laugh about it, that's great, but let's not, you know, become too obsessed about him. He doesn't deserve it. Let's focus on dealing with this crisis and remember that a lot of the blame for, you know, what's happening now in New York has to rest with him. The fact that people are using refrigerated trucks to store dead bodies, you know, they're erecting like temporary hospitals in Central Park. I mean, it's a complete disaster there. And a lot of that blame ultimately has to rest with him and the mayor of New York. But in his position as governor, he really did not deal with this crisis well. And that's something that we all need to remember.